0: Hello, hello, and welcome to Creator's Spicy Tea. So, who am I? I am Allie. I am a spicy content creator, a spicy accountant, a digital seller, you name it. Call it what you will. It's what I am. So, where do I create? I have a couple platforms that I create on. I have an OnlyFans. I have a ManyVids and I have a telegram channel, and, and, and I do direct sales. So, that is a handful, that is a lot, but I have found a way to streamline all my content to make shit make sense. Also, fair warning, we speak like sailors here, and I'm very, very confident that the guests that come on will also speak like sailors. So headphones around the little ones, or they're gonna get a good, fast, hard lesson in language. So, why did I start this? Long story. So my story starts out a little bit sad, a little bit stressful. So I am bipolar one. And according to the big brother government, I am totally and permanently disabled which means I cannot work. Well, turns out I can. I just had to be working for myself on my own schedule, on my own terms. Anyway, I was living off disability. And if you don't know, that is only 1,300 a month, 1,300. Find anywhere you can live off that, you cannot. So I figured, I need a secondary income source, a passive secondary income source. So I've heard OnlyFans is that. It's not. We'll get into how the fact it is not passive. So the second reason I decided to go into this kind of schmex work, we'll call it SW, because I don't know how much Spotify and everything is going to like it. The second reason I decided I would just absolutely go into SW is everywhere I went, every picture I posted online, everything. I was met with a barrage of horny asshole men. They would touch me in public inappropriately and definitely without consent, hit on me online, you name it, it was nonstop. So I decided need a secondary income source, and also, the men aren't going to stop. So you know what? I'm going to make them fucking pay. That's why I got started on OnlyFans, and it was a long, long road to get where I am. I started on there. I started on OnlyFans, and then I made myself a ManyVids account so I could resell the PPV I was selling on OnlyFans. Two income sources. Always diversify your platforms. Then, I started direct selling. And that, for me, is where I kind of blew up, is where everything started making sense and everything started being, well, fruitful, to be honest. Definitely fruitful. So, working in SW takes a toll on me personally. Don't get me wrong. I love it. I love the industry. I love the creativity. I love the community, but it takes a toll on your daily life. And that's something I don't see talked about enough. So I wanted to chat about how this has taken a toll on my daily life. So we're going to start with my sleep and daily schedule. It has had to completely inside out, upside down change. Thankfully, I've always been a night owl. But after my first month doing direct sales, which is my specialty, it's my primary income source, after my first month, I realized I don't have to be awake during the day. I need to be awake at night. My busy periods are 11 p.m. to 1 a.m., which... That is late and early, but that's where the busy and the money comes in. So I completely, inside out, upside down, changed my schedule. And then I had to work on finding a really good daily routine for making content in the morning, making promo in the morning, and then live services at night. And please know, when I say morning, y'all, I wake up at like 2, 3 p.m. every day. Anything earlier is a sin. It is a sin. So, the other ways this has definitely affected my daily life goes into my mental health. So, I mentioned I'm bipolar, and that obviously is a lifelong debilitating disorder, but you learn to work with it. I've been dealing with it for 30 years. So, I will note doing this has shown pros and cons in my mental health. So I want to talk about the pros first because some of the cons are pretty obvious. Pro number one, y'all, my confidence is through the roof. My ego is terrible. You cannot stop me, will not stop me. I am a boss-ass bitch with great tits. All right, maybe that should be a con because, oh God, girl, that was toxic and obnoxious. But your confidence will go up doing this. I've spoken with numerous, numerous, numerous creators, many of which I can't wait to get on here, and they have all said the same thing. Their confidence goes up. Not only confidence, but your sex drive is going to go up. When you are surrounding yourself in sex and sexuality and sensuality, I have noticed, at least for me personally, that manifests into your sex drive, and it will blossom. Creativity. You guys, I get to act all day. I get to create and edit pictures and take pictures and edit videos all day, every day. I am creating beautiful things or, you know, nasty, filthy things. But still, I am creating And that is so important for me. I went through every job, corporate, customer service. I was a waitress. You name it. I went through it. I was in that industry. None of it worked for me. I could not sit behind a desk and do the same mundane, repetitive bullshit every single day. So this industry, this work has turned that on its head. This is the longest I have been able to stay at one job in one career and still maintain this burning passion for it. And I think it is 100% because I get to be creative every day. It's constantly changing and there's really no limits to what I can create except the limits I impose on myself. And that is fucking fantastic for me. So... There's cons to every single job when it comes to mental health. So, the con number one is there is the never ending risk of burnout. When you're doing this, when you're doing OnlyFans or direct sales or anything like this, you are the boss. This is your company, this is your business. There is this consistent hustle you have to hit all day, every day, nonstop. Days off, you're going to feel guilty. You're going to feel stressed like, oh my God, money is going out the window. Are my ranks lowering because I'm not doing anything? The constant never-ending pressure of always being better than you were the day before. Oh boy, it'll kick you in the ass. So what do I do to prevent good old burnout? Like I said, I set my own schedule. So if I wake up one day and I don't feel like doing anything, I don't. I message in my channel, I message on OnlyFans and I say, hey, not here today. Got a mental health day that I need and I will see y'all tomorrow or whatever future date. Works out perfectly. Never once have I had a subscriber or a buyer pissy because I took a mental health day. In fact, they are always supportive and so kind saying, yeah, take your time, get healthy. Mental health days will save your life, will prevent burnout. Do them, do them, do them. The second con we're going to see, and you're going to see it. And I'm sorry, it will take a toll on your mental health. There is no stopping this because the internet is the wild, wild fucking West. You're going to have haters. You're going to have shitty comments. You're going to have people trying to bring you down, devalue you, say you're not doing work, say you're a whole, can I say that? You know the word. Saying you're selling yourself out, saying you're selling out femininity. Oh my God. You're going to hear it all. So, number one tip for your mental health, thicken that skin. Seriously, or learn how to see a comment and not read it or read into it. You've got to be able to protect your health and your heart first in the face of a barrage of negative shit. That is the most important thing going into social media platforms because you have to promote on social media and you're going to get that hate on social media. So, thick skin. That is not the same as being jaded. Thick skin is knowing how to protect yourself. Jaded is just, ah, fuck it. Everyone's the same. We don't want to get there. That's not for us. So another way being in SW, being a spicy creator, has affected my daily life. We all see it coming. Relationships. So, I am a very lucky duck. My partner is also my co-star on OnlyFans. He's insanely supportive. I can't tell you how supportive. He spent three days, three freaking days, putting up strip lights all around my room, all around the giant wall of mirrors because, because, he said, my selfies and my outfit posts for my fashion wasn't well-lit enough. Y'all, hands up, round of applause, bow down to those amazing partners who are supporting us and taking our spicy nonsense to the next level. We can't appreciate them more. But that's not the only relationship in my life. Thankfully, all of my friend circle knows and is a crazy, crazy, crazy supportive still not the only relationships in your life. What's left? Your family. (laughs) Yeah, I came out to my family. I reached a point where I had to tell them I'm no longer on disability because I'm making around ten times what disability was providing me monthly. So, obviously they asked, well, Well, first, my dad asked, um, okay, are you going to jail? That's a valid question for a parent to ask. I'm not going to lie. The next question they asked, how are you doing this? So I told them. And I think the way I told them helped them really accept that I was in this and that I was passionate about this. So... I basically told them, I've started content creating online. I'm doing exceptionally well. Don't worry, I'm paying taxes. Ladies, pay your damn taxes. We're going to have a whole episode on taxes and quarterly taxes. So just get ready for that. Anyway, I told them everything I was doing. And then I let them know at the end, just so you know, this is adult content. My mom said, Yep, yeah, not surprised. I may or may not have always been the black sheep. My dad said, what is this bringing you other than money? And I told him, I told him creativity, empowerment, independence, which is something I never had. And he had no choice at that point seeing how happy I am, seeing how much I'm growing and evolving in this industry and as a person because of it, he said, fuck it, stay legal, stay safe, and I'm gonna support the hell out of you. And then I let him know, and my mom know, what sites they are absolutely not allowed to visit. All right, that is enough of me running my mouth about me. I just wanted you to get to know kind of who I am, what my background is and where I'm coming from. So let's talk about what platforms there are, what promo platforms there are, things like that. So for platforms we're looking at OnlyFans, Fansly, FanView, Loyal Fans, uh, ManyVids, Clip Sites, you name it, there is more adult platforms then you can even imagine there are some for specific niches, some for specific brands, some for more real type content, some for more photo type content, you name it, it is out there. You can find it. You will find your home. So those are the main selling platforms that does not include direct sales, which is my specialty. We'll get into that in just a couple minutes. But then what are the promo sites? So we have our main four. We have Twitter, Reddit, Instagram, TikTok. You're gonna wanna promote on all of those or at least have a solid, solid, solid promotion plan for two. We'll get into which platforms are best for what, what platforms have what restrictions, where you can be a little bit spicier than elsewhere. So we're gonna get into that a little bit later, but first things first, I wanted to discuss some industry-wide golden rules. Industry-wide, doesn't matter what platform you are, doesn't matter if you're direct selling, doesn't matter. Number one, diversify your platforms. Diversify your selling platforms. Putting all your eggs in one basket, that is a great way to have that basket explode and your income is gone. I mean, it might not explode. You might just drop it and crack all the eggs. But you know what? It'll probably explode. Everyone is talking about how OnlyFans seems to be cracking down on sex workers and kicking us out without actually saying it. You have to have more than one platform. We are at the mercy of these giant platform owners. And if they decide, fuck all creators, what do we do? Have your backups. Have your second platform. Have your second following. That's what you do. You be prepared and not screwed. So we're still talking about diversifying, but we're going to to talk about diversifying socials. Wow, I could not say that. Maybe you're... Best social platform is, like for me, Reddit. That's great. Promote your ass off on that site because that's where most of your conversions are coming from. However, if we've learned anything from Reddit in the last month or any other platform, social media platform, they can take away not-safe-for-work tolerance like that. The amount of traffic coming in can change and disappear like that. You, you have to be prepared on multiple platforms and get your socials all in a link tree or similar so everyone can follow you everywhere. Everywhere, everywhere, everywhere. So if shit goes down or you get shadow banned or you get IP banned or device banned, you're not in the dark from your followers. You're not in the dark from potential new subscribers. You still have that second, third, fourth platform. So how do you know which social platform to focus on? There's two ways. Well, there's more than two ways, but these are the two ways I've used. Tracking links. On OnlyFans, there is an option to make tracking links. You put that link in one social profile, one social platform, and when that link gets clicked, they track how many times it was clicked. So you can see in the analytics where most of the people are coming from. Second way to do it, and I've found this is a good way to do it with the tracking links. Pull your OnlyFans or loyal fans or fans fansly subscribers. Ask them, where the hell did y'all come from? How did you find me? Not only does this give you firsthand information, but it also drums up engagement on your page, which is always, always good. All right, so we've talked about diversifying platforms and diversifying socials. Let's talk about the reality of the workload. Like I said, once upon a time, I thought this shit was passive income. I think everybody knows by now. Ha 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 ha, no. So the overall golden rule of your workload is going to be 80% promotion, 20% content. You are going to need to be promoting your happy little ass off. You need to take a full day off. Maybe consider scheduling some promo posts to go up. Try and promo every single day, everywhere. The more people see you, the more people are gonna come to you and your page. So, 80% promo. We're going to get into detail a little later, maybe even another episode of what's safe to promo on what site, but I don't think we're going to dig into that today. So another golden rule, and this is one nobody likes, but tough shit because it's the reality. You're going to be doxxed. You're going to be found out. You're going to be leaked. So get yourself mentally prepared for that. You can be faceless. You can hide your tattoos. And next thing you know, someone recognizes the layout of your apartment or that one super cool couch you love. Or maybe they see a bit of content and they're like, holy shit, I know how that body moves. I've seen that before. You're going to get doxxed. Get mentally prepared for it. Get emotionally prepared for it. And once it happens, my best advice to you, if someone is threatening to tell people about you, the people who are going to hear it from them would probably want to hear it from you first. So when it comes to being leaked, it's highly likely your shit's going to be leaked. If you're only selling on a platform, the risk is less. Still possible because you can't stop anyone from screen recording, but the risk overall goes down. Plan on investing in DCMA takedown services. Just plan on it. Set enough money aside for that. Sell your PPV and your customs and everything at a high enough rate to account for needing a DCMA takedown service at some point. In another topic of being leaked. If it's on the internet, it's going everywhere. Please excuse the loud-ass sounds from outside. If it is on the internet, it is likely going to be put in other places on the internet. You can't stop it, because once you post on a social platform, that is now basically open domain. So what are you going to do? Instead of stressing about it, you're going to use it for advertising. Watermark your shit. Watermark everything. Watermark your clips, watermark your pictures, even watermark your not-so-not-safe-for-work shit that you're putting on your profile. Just watermark it. Take ownership of your things so that when it gets spread around, they at least know where to find you for more content. So another golden rule that I kind of tweaked per my own experiences. So take it with all the grains of rice. Salt, all the grains of salt. Oh, Jesus, I need caffeine. Anyway, have a niche, have a brand. Especially when you're starting, find your niche and focus there. But when it comes to having a brand when you're first starting, be flexible with it. See where your buyers are resonating. For example, when I started, I was going to be that BDSM king fetish queen goddess out there. Just get my freak on. But my subs and my buyers reacted more positively to the girlfriend type, girl next door that you might be able to date who has a freaky, kinky, wild side. Finding that, I've been able to fully capitalize on it and fully go gung-ho on that being my brand. And it works. So yes, find your brand, find your niche, but at first see what sticks with the buyers. See what they see in you and consider adding that in. Final golden rule I'm gonna share and then we'll move on. Don't be competition. Do not be that creator that only puts themselves first. I mean, you can. Don't get me wrong. I'm sure that works for some people, but here's the thing. We already have 90, okay, 80% of the internet against us. We have all of society looking down on us as sellouts and W-H-O-R-E-S and things like that. Don't make it worse in your own community. Reach out to other creators, help them when they need help. And they will turn around and do the same for you. Find a family. I have found genuine friends, genuine community, and I cannot suggest doing that more. This is a lonely job to do when no one is by your side. Don't be competition. Be part of the community. Okay, so for this last half, I just want to talk further on what my specialties are because I'm gonna be bringing in other creators because I have a very specific set of skills and experiences to build off. Not everybody has these skills and then other people have exceptionally more skills in other areas. So let's talk about just mine right now. Two things, my main promo platform, Reddit. I got that site down like the back of my hand My main selling platform, Reddit. Oh yeah, I am direct sales. So that is the same as content creating with a platform. You just remove big brother. You remove that layer of platform and honestly, you're removing a layer of protection that way. We're going to do a whole ass episode on just direct sales because there is a lot A lot of pitfalls and risks, but oh my lordy, are there rewards? So I keep saying direct sales. What is it? It is an agreement and or a business agreement made between you, the creator, the seller, and the buyer or the consumer. They're going to come to you with specific direct requests or you're going to go to them and answer their specific direct requests. It is a one-on-one experience. It is more personal in my opinion and honestly, I've got to know some pretty fucking awesome people and some pretty big douchebags too, but mostly awesome people. So where else other than Reddit, my home, can you do direct sales? Like everywhere, like so many places. For example, Premium Snapchat, that's direct sales. My Telegram channel, my subscription-based Telegram channel, that is direct sales. Twitter, you can do direct sales on Twitter. Personally, I have no experience on that. When we do our episode on direct sales, I definitely wanna bring someone in who is more educated and knowledgeable in that area. And then on Discord, there are seller servers, there are buyer servers. You just got to find them. So, like I said, direct sales comes with more risk. For me, exceptionally more rewards, but definitely more risk. So what are those risks? First, you are directly handing someone your content via anything. I use Google Drive links or Telegram to do this. What they can do after is download it and then those douchebags that are out there can turn around and resell it. Yep, you are at higher risk for leaks because they have more access to that content. So that is something you have to take in mind. Again, 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 just price your shit high enough and be ready to bring in a DCMA takedown service. They are your friend. They're not easy to deal with, but they're your friend. The second highest risk and part of why we are going to do a full episode on direct sales, if not more. There are little ones out there that invade the adult space. I am talking M1NORS. Oh, fucking no. I was trying to, like, cutely spell minors, but I think I just spelled it wrong. So what we're going to do is at one point we are going to go very in-depth on age verification and the multiple ways that we can do this together. Um, last thing. Well, there's more risks, but one of the last risks. Scams, scams, scams out the freaking ass golden rules. Your camera doesn't turn on. Don't do your makeup. You don't put on lingerie. You don't do shit until you are paid in full. Some people will send things at half payment. Don't do that. I mean, you can. You can take a deposit if you want to risk not seeing the other half. I don't suggest it. I tell every single new creator that comes to me for help, payment in full. Speaking of payment in full, what is not payment? Gifts off your wish list. That is not payment for services. Those are gifts. I know. I know you are desperately wanting those shoes and you're so excited someone's going to give it to you. Well, scam I fell for. I'm not going to say three times, but three fucking times. They can order it. They can show you they ordered it. They can even show you while they're ordering it. Next day, they can cancel that shit, and you're never going to see it, and you're out content because you sent it before that gift came to you. If, 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 like I said, you do accept gifts as payment, that needs to be physically in your hand before that camera comes on, that makeup goes on, that lingerie goes on. All right. The rewards of direct sales are vast in my experience. I have been able to work with enough people and have enough consistent flow of business coming in. I never run out of content. I never run out of ideas for content because I am being given it for free by buyers. And it is amazing. I make about three custom videos a day. And out of those three, I would say one to two a day can be resold. Speaking of resold, streamline your shit if you are doing direct sales. So let's discuss kind of what I mean by that because I know that doesn't make the most sense. So what I do to streamline my content from direct sales, I take those custom videos So long as they don't say someone's name or have someone's image in them. Gotta follow terms of service, you know. I resell that shit. I resell that as a pre-made option for further direct sales. I resell it on many vids, which is, I can't suggest getting a many vids or another clip store account more. It is such low maintenance income. I just upload customs I already have made for a discounted price. Not only did I get my money back from the buyer who originally bought the custom, but now I'm getting further passive income from it. So, second part of streamlining your content. When you're doing direct sales, a thing you're going to find yourself often doing is custom pictures, custom clips, and sexting. We love sexting. Why? Because Every picture and video-heavy sexting session is nothing more than getting content that you are getting paid to make that you can turn around and put on your OnlyFans wall and put on your Telegram channel, which is what I do. All those clips of you, quote unquote, orgasming—we sell that shit. Put it on your channels. If you have a paid channel, just pop it up there. If you have a free channel, Pop it up there, blur it, and make them pay for it. Get your money. Girl, you made the content. Or guy, sorry, sorry. You made the content. You might as well eke out every freaking penny you can from it. You know, you know? And obviously, the final pro that we're going to discuss for direct sales is definitely biased by my opinion. So my final pro of this has been financial i have increased my income by 10 to 13 fold a month from disability and on top of that like i said i'm making my own hours i'm working the days i want to it's not easy work the days i work i'm working from around 5 p.m to 1 a.m you have to be willing to put in the work obviously but the financial benefits of direct sales for me personally has been (laughs) astronomical, amazing, literally, genuinely life-changing for me. Okay, so that was a really brief introduction to direct sales, which is my specialty selling. Let's talk promo. My specialty for promo is Reddit. I'm not so good on Twitter, and by not so good, I mean I've had a suggestion ban for about two weeks. Don't really see it lifting. And my Instagram, eh, I keep it alive just for a backup. But my Reddit is where I get all of my subs. I know this because I did that poll I mentioned. I did those tracking links I mentioned. And it's where I get, you know, all of my direct sales. So it's my promo platform and my selling platform. So how I started there, I've actually had my reddit profile for 4 years, if not longer. I have over 100k karma and something over 3 or 4 thousand followers, but I didn't start my profile spicy. I started it as safe for work as possible because I wasn't even making spicy content, but. When I decided I was going to start making spicy content, I made a pinned post because I already had a vast number of followers based on, you know, my photography, I cook, all those things. So what I did is I made that pinned post that said, I am adding NSFW to this account. Anyone who is a minor here, I need to ask you to please leave. And then I slowly started adding in not safe for work. But remember what I said, my brand that works for me is the hot girlfriend with a kinky side. So I didn't completely overhaul my safe for work Reddit profile. Instead, I'm keeping that safe for work content coming because it's showing the buyers my personality, who I am, my hobbies, and that. I'm not just a promo account. I also happen to be a person, which obviously, even if you just have an NSFW profile, you're still a person. But, you know, buyers and subs tend to only believe that if they can see it off the bat. Otherwise, you are just a SW, which were more, but whatever. So I want to talk about two different kinds of subreddit themes that I've come across or communities that I've come across. And I'm going to, in the description box, link a Reddit profile of mine, u slash k-u-y-a-r-i-g-g-e-d-a-l-l-e-y cu slash queer rigged alley, it's got a plethora of resources, and we're going to talk about two of the resources I have pinned. So the first one is a list of selling subreddits. We love that list. That list allows us to go through and pick which subreddits we want to direct sell on. Remember, that is my specialty. That is my focus: direct selling. That list of subreddits is where all of my income comes from. All of it. Which, mildly terrifying, but that is okay. The second list you're going to see is a list of community creator subreddits where creators come for advice, for help, for camaraderie, you name it. You want to get on and check that list. You want those people in your side or by your side, maybe not in your side. So definitely check that out. Note about those creator subreddits. If you have questions, if you need assistance, if you have comments, if you need to vent, do it, do it, do it. We love the tea. Here's the thing. The buyers love the tea too. Oh yeah, they're lurking those subreddits. So what do you do? You create a creator community profile for that reason only. And you only use it for that. No promo, no anything. It is just to get help from creators. That way, you're anonymous and your subs or your buyers can't see that and go, oh my God, you were talking shit. of Why can't, I can't trust you. Blah. Don't just make another profile. It'll make your life easier. All right, I have rambled for 40 minutes. I don't even know if all of this makes sense. So what I'm going to do is close out here. I'm going to be bluntly honest with you. My content creation career is basically taking over my life. It is constant, nonstop. I have no time. So I cannot be too certain when the next one of these bad boys is coming out. I will let you know. I will post it literally everywhere. I'll scream it from the rooftops. But I just wanted to be honest so you know kind of what to expect. Speaking of what to expect. We are going to have creators on with specialties on just about every platform I can find. We are going to have creators on to discuss the big scams they've seen or creator hacks, things like that. We're going to get it all together. We're going to shoot the shit together. So I want to close with two stories. You're actually getting three, but regularly I'll close with two stories that I've come across or experienced this week. So first two are gonna be cuckoo, cut you crazy. And then one is going to be very wholesome, my most wholesome interaction of the week. The first one and the second one have to do with my least favorite part of this industry, predatory ass managers. First things first, my own personal opinion, you don't need a manager. You don't. If you end up needing an assistant, fine. Pay an assistant. Don't pay a manager. They're bullshit. 99% of the time, they're going to fuck you over. All right. I had one message me and they said, hey, username, how's your OnlyFans going? I'd love to help. Okay. First, wasn't my username. They got my username wrong. They copy and pasted from another message which I just had to die laughing and call them out on. The second one, I am very vocal online in these creator subreddits about how agencies are 90% scams. I had someone reach out to me and say, hey, I'm just curious why you think agencies are scams. And I felt them out and like, okay, I don't think they're a buyer. I don't think they're here to fuck around. So I'll just say, It's my opinion and the opinion of many others based on our experiences. Guess who was a fucking manager trying to get me signed? Surprise, surprise. Yep, I fell for that one. Anyway, my last story of the day is going to be a little wholesome and maybe a little braggy. In the last week, I have had... I think about 10 individual creators reach out to me on my social platforms and start asking me for help and assistance. I'm not crying. You're crying. I'm just sobbing because the fact that the community is reacting positively to me helping and knows that I am a resource that can be here to help is beyond More than I could ask for. Because that's what I want to do. When I age out or retire out from content creation, I want to focus on helping new content creators avoid the shit I went through. Avoid the shit we all go through. I want to show them how to be safe, how to be smart, and also how to evolve and grow in themselves, in this community, in this industry. All right. I'm going to close this out. This turned out longer than I intended. Again, check out the resources on my community creators, Reddit profile, u slash kuya rigged alley. There's some great beginners resources there. Until next time, whenever that may be, this has been Allie. And I absolutely appreciate y'all being here. Bye-bye.